0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the audio-only version of our Big Brother Canada 4 recap show. You can see the video version right here in iTunes, as well as video and audio versions of all of our shows. Just make sure you subscribe right here in iTunes. And hey, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review, too. That's awesome. If you're listening in YouTube, thumbs up, subscribe. That's a great way to help support our shows, too. Or head over to our website, yourrealityrecaps.com bbcan to see our blog live feed updates, these shows, and so much more. But the best way you can help support us is to become a patron. com slash patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You get access to the Facebook patrons only group. You get access to shows and content only for patrons. But most importantly, it really helps support our shows. And it's going to help get us to the backyard for the Big Brother Canada 4 finale. So if ever you were waiting to do it, Now is the time. We really need your help and support. Of course, if you don't want to put up the dough, then just share the show on social media. Give it to your friends that might have a few bucks. You guys know the deal. Share, share, share the show. But enough about that. Let's see what we were saying this week on our Big Brother Canada 4 recap show. You guys know why you are all here. We want to talk Big Brother Canada 4. And who else better to do it? Then are Dana and Johnny from last season. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Amazing. Super excited. Johnny, I want to start with you. Actually, Johnny, before we do anything, even though it is right below you, but tell the people where they can find you on social media.
1: So you can find me on Twitter at jcolatrulio, and it should be up on your screen on how you can follow me. Um, I do post spoilers because I do watch the live
0: feed, so be aware
1: of that, people, if you are going to follow me, that I do post that kind of stuff, so
0: just be careful. Okay, Dana, where can everybody find you?
2: dgoodyear uh, 1975 I really need to change that handle. but <laughs> I keep being scared to do it, so oh. it's way too long, but... D one nine seven five. That's where you can find me.
0: Okay, that is where we can find you guys. <laughs> now let me just start by saying, Johnny, how um how have things been since we saw you last? Uh, before we talk about this season, so things have been pretty crazy since. Uh, I can't believe it's almost
1: been a year now since I moved into that house. Like two weeks from now, I was being whisked away into sequester for Big Brother Canada three. So. It's so crazy that here we are a year almost later and we're taking a look and we're going to make assessments on these new house guests who have been patiently and anxiously waiting to move into that Big Brother house, which might be happening right now, just for those watching. Um, But uh, yeah, things have been crazy. I've got back to my normal day-to-day routine in life, back at work and things like that. Vito, the dog, is doing great. Uh, He's currently at my mother's place right now because... Uh, My place may have flooded a little bit. I kind of had a hot water tank explosion. And, you know, if only you guys could have had cameras in my condo to experience the pandemonium that ensued when I came home from work to find water everywhere. It was uh, quite dramatic, let's just say. But things have been great. Things have been amazing. Uh, Winnipeg has been fantastic. Uh, The support and love is still coming in from everywhere. So I I couldn't
0: be happier. Wow, is that uh, that? Did your pipes freeze? If they freeze or not freeze, it, it wasn't a
1: matter of freezing. Literally, oh. the hot water tank just exploded, and water was everywhere. Like it went through the walls, um, ruined all my hardwoods and carpets. Um, it even went through the floor into the unit below me. Um, so, and it was like dripping through the light, uh, Big Brother Canada three style, like when we flooded. Um, the HOH bathroom and it came down into the kitchen. I don't know if people saw that, but that happened.
0: It That was happening below me. So. We
2: saw. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> oh. Dana, what, uh, look, a chat room, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. As you all know, because you guys watch Five Nights a Week, uh, <laughs> you now has all changed, and I'm Trying to do the technical over here. I'm trying to work on getting Johnny big. So really, I'm just stalling until I have it done. Dana, well, I'm doing that, and I should only need two more minutes. What have you been doing since we've seen you last?
2: Watching The Bachelor, because I think we saw me last like what four weeks ago, five weeks ago, when we did The Bachelor. Yeah. When I was on You Now for The Bachelor. So yeah, I've been watching The Bachelor, watching that fat shit crazy go down.
0: And Johnny. Waiting, waiting
2: for the next fat shit crazy to start.
0: And, Johnny, you were a fan of uh, Bachelor uh, and Bachelor, too, aren't you? Yes, I love The Bachelor. I especially love Ben. Oh, my God, is he ever gorgeous. The things I would love to do to Ben.
2: (laughs) Eric's not a fan of Ben.
0: What? No, sorry. Bye, Eric, bye.
2: We're going to drop him from the call right now. Oh,
0: here, I'm going to put Johnny here. Wait, I think I got it. Let's see. Ready? Boop. Everybody switch places. Yay, finally, Johnny's big. This is good for the moment. Phew, that's what everybody wants to see is you big. I'll work on everything else in a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> So, um, so many people in the chat room right now. Um, oh, Johnny's big. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, that Ben, Dana, who so will he pick? Uh, water tank busting is always a huge mess. All right, look, I don't want to talk about water tank bursting and bachelor. You guys are all here for Big Brother Canada. So, let's start it off. Dana, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to throw it to you to start it off, Dana. Okay,
2: first I'm just going to say today I kind of went down memory lane because it's Flashback Friday, so I watched my past assessment of Johnny's season, and I just, I was dying. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, because, like, I feel like bad. Like, I didn't say anything bad about you, Johnny, but I was just kind of like, meh, Johnny. <laughs> and, oh. but, I mean, we're well, we're going off of pieces of paper in like, a one-minute bio. So, yeah, meh. But, I mean... First week I was in love with you and the rest is history. So we're going to start
1: off for everyone when we're talking today is we are truly going off of just a few snippets of the bio videos and the written up text. And I mean, having been there in these house guest shoes a year ago, those bios, they really amp you up for them. And I mean Some people, you feel the pressure to say what you think people want to hear, possibly. So I can tell you that these house guests are not being true to themselves and true to the characters that they're going to actually be once they get into the house. So today's assessment, at least from my perspective, it's truly only going to be based on that first impression of them um, and not what they're going to become. I mean, I'm live feeders just like all of you guys. So I'm going to be watching them minute and minute out, and I'm going to have different impressions, I'm sure, within the week, you know?
2: Exactly. And, I mean, I have experienced it myself where I've been like, oh, my God, this guy's a douche. I don't like him. I don't like how he's playing the game. And then you kind of meet them outside, and you're like, oh, my God, he's, like, the nicest guy. So don't hold us to what we say here. But, yeah, we're just uh, we're gonna we're going to start with Cassandra.
0: Oh, Okie okay, okay, jokey. Cassandra. 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 So here we go. We're talking about our lovely little Cassandra. She's a lot of, good
2: of the sexiness. Sexiness. Um what what's concerning, concerning you know, Cassandra's Cassandra future of our country. country is the fact that I think she only voted for our Prime Minister because he's hot. <laughs>
0: what's wrong <laughs> with that? <Sorry. laughs> she
2: confuses me she confuses me she's all about strategy and then she's like i bring nothing to the house except my push-up bra." i don't i don't know what i don't know what to think of this one i i don't know help me johnny
1: Here's the thing, Cassandra is a Winnipeg girl, so she's from my hometown, so so you have to like her. Instant support for her right off the hop, I'm super pumped that uh, we have two Winnipeggers in the house this year, which is fantastic, Cassandra being one of them, and another interesting for everyone to know is that there's actually a family connection between me and Cassandra. Um, my cousin is friends with Cassandra, uh, and they hang out, uh, and they're friends. So I got a message pretty much immediately once the cast was released for my cousin being like, holy shit, Cassandra, my friend, is in the house. And I was like, no way. Like, <laughs> as if. So um, what do I think about Cassandra? She's interesting. She's um, big personality for sure. Very bubbly, very likable. Gorgeous, might I add. And she's Gorgeous. got some bomb bomb going on there. Um, that picture from the backside there, holy so the guys are going to be all over her for sure. Um, yeah, you know, she is interesting and she's a little conflicting. She says she's going to be the strategist. She's going to play the game, et cetera. However, at the same time, she says she doesn't bring anything. She is not very smart and she doesn't cook and she, you know, is not very physical either. I mean, like, again, is it this she's just playing it up for the camera and she's throwing out some buzz lines type thing? I don't know. I think there's more to Cassandra there. Having talked to my cousin and some of her friends about cassandra um she is a very well-liked person um she is out and about in winnipeg um lots of people know her here um so i think she's a very popular and likable person and i think that that is going to benefit her in the house uh if i had to take a guess as long as she doesn't rub anyone the wrong way right off the hop I could see her at least getting mid-game very easily without doing very much. She doesn't even really have to play or do much to get herself there. As long as she can stay away from um, the me, 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 and being, you know, over the top about herself and being a little bit of a narcissist, which, I mean, all Big Brother house guests are, um, she should be okay. She should be able to get through that first part of the game.
2: She also says that it's Big Brother and it's not the honesty game. So we know she's willing to lie, cheat, steal, stab people in the back. So, and. She wants a showman's like John and netta So not so much a showman's as in it's a romance, but it's a guy and a girl kind of like best buddy.
1: Yeah. And going she's, on. A, she's a social media strategist, or at least that's the title that's, she's going but
2: then right. she said she worked at a car wash so or a yeah. car dealership
1: so therapy on my on from my end she works at a car dealership in their PR department so she does on like online stuff, online promotion. So she is all about social media and apparently a lot of her friends and family pretty quickly noticed when she got sequestered that she disappeared from social media and apparently she's very active on social media. So that was a red flag for a lot of people around here who were like, oh where did she disappear to all of a sudden? That, I think, is going to be, and we should note this, especially when it comes to her bio pack, because she knows these videos are going out there and are going to be the first impression. So I think maybe some of the things she's saying are very strategic in that sense, Um, trying to get uh, that likability factor, trying to say those things that are funny, the push up bra line. I mean, that is pretty funny. She could be gold in the diary room. I truly believe she could be gold in the diary room.
2: Do you think she could be our, our Sabrina for this season,
1: maybe? Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't I don't know if she – I think there's others that might be the Sabrina. Um, <laughs> but uh, maybe. She could rub people the wrong way. And, it, I mean, it really truly depends on how much lying she plans on doing. Um, I mean, one of the criticisms of Sabrina from past house guests is she lied through her teeth basically 24-7 and that she lied so much that she believed it. Um, I've never met Sabrina, and I actually rather loved watching her, and she was very enjoyable to me. Um, so, you know, I have, I don't make a judgment call on people based on what others say. I kind of base uh, what I think about them on my own. But, uh, so, you know, I like Sabrina. She was a likable character, and she was great to watch on TV. I mean.
2: Yeah, I think that, that clip of her on the patio going, you want good TV? I'll give you good TV. That will be, like, the infamous line forever yeah, for
1: Big Brother the cookie scene. I only ate one burnt cookie. Like that was the best.
0: <laughs> big um, Bigzilla in the chat room talking about uh, Cassandra says I find her to have no substance at all. She loves being on camera. She seems like a mill ground player and is worthless. <laughs> Whoa. Oh And Big Zilla hasn't even seen her play yet. Let me let me also tell you guys this. Uh, tweet us any questions you have with hashtag YRR Live on Twitter. You can really tweet it to any of us, and I'll grab it and I can pull those up um, during the show as well. Miss Andreper in the chat room um, says uh, she likes. Cassandra or yeah I'm gonna go with she says she likes Cassandra and uh, Tracy Lara says why is Canada better than playing in uh, the US but we'll get there at the end we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about that at the end um anything else Cassandra about Cassandra uh,
2: no unless you want to add something I mean you think she's gonna what think she has got a big butt or what I don't know
0: I said she she's was like a MILF. I didn't read any of their bios. I just said MILF. I just looked at the Mill. She's like 22. All right. She's
2: baby.
0: Well, okay.
2: So Christine is the MILF. Christine, the one we're coming up next, is the <laughs>
0: MILF. Well, there's Cassandra chat room. You can make your, uh, you can make your own decisions. Uh, look at look, Cassandra's 22, for sure. I'll give you that. that. With which one?
1: Christine.
0: Christine. Cassandra looks old in 22. 22. Oh, yeah, definitely looks older than 22, 100%. Okay, so now we're looking at Christine. She is
2: 47 47. Mm -hmm. Um, from British Columbia, housekeeper. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if she's the mom of the group. Like, she said something in her bio pack about swearing on her children, but didn't really, like, I don't think, like, she didn't mention in any other thing that she's got kids, so I don't know if she's actually a mother or if that was just a saying or whatever. But she plans to just kind of fly under the radar, cook clean, keep everybody happy. Um, She doesn't want to be an alliance. She kind of wants to go pull a Godfrey, which I think only Godfrey can ever do. I don't think that game can ever be recreated on any kind of scale, especially by such, like, an older woman. So... I don't know. What do you think of her? Like, she wants a fake showman. So I'm like, she's forty-seven, and everyone else is like babies. babies. Yeah, I mean, unless she wants Joel, who's like thirty-three. Like, they're all way, way like, like
0: kind of icky-ish. I <laughs> like, she was the one who said, if I could take anything in the house with me, I'd take multivitamins. Yes. Just saying. Yes.
1: Like so. <laughs> She, she certainly, she's filling that, that older role that we, that token older person that we see go into the house. Um, Yeah. She's kind of that mom character. Um, And, you know, does she have kids or not? I think she does. Um, That's sort of yet to be seen. I'm sure we'll figure that out pretty quickly. She almost seems like the mom that's trying too hard to be cool. You know what I mean? She wants to be her kid's best friend and she wants to be friends with her kid's friends. And, I think she's just gonna try so hard and I think she'll flop. I think, unfortunately, she might have a hard time um, really getting in with the younger crowd. Um, They're gonna have a hard time relating to her. Um, Yeah, the multivitamin comment, for some reason, that just gives me flashbacks of Risha. Um, (laughs) Risha brought in with her, and this is hilarious, and she will, will admit this. Risha brought in with her her own coconut oil. That was one of the things in her bag, was Coconut, a jar, a big jar of coconut oil. They
2: let her bring that in.
1: They let her bring that in. Um, so it was, so it really truly reminds me of Risha. She was also, um, you know, Risha didn't use deodorant. She used some sort of crystal that she rubbed on her underarms. I don't know. So this woman They work? Yeah, I don't. Well, Risha <laughs> was been there for six days, so I mean, we didn't really have to deal with her for that long. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, like this, this woman is gonna have a hard time. the The comment about the showmance is like you said. It's like, yeah, these kids are twenty one and twenty two. Um, no one's gonna be interested in the showmance with you. Uh, the flirting is not even gonna work. It's not like she has a rack like Risha had that she can kind of show it off and get people's attention. I mean, she is a very pretty lady. Don't get me wrong. Um, I I think she just lacks substance. And for her to go in there and say that she's not gonna have, she doesn't want, she wants to have the game without an alliance. Like you said, Dana, that's only a Godfrey move that will never be able to be replicated again. And she's foolish if she thinks that that's going to get her anywhere past a week or two. Um and I think she's gonna she's gonna be a potential first week target. I I'm unfortunately yeah. the older house guests happen that just history shows that they're they become early targets because they just don't mesh well with the other house guests. Yeah,
2: unless she wins an HOH, I don't really see uh yeah I, I don't know like I just unless she can clean like crazy and just not people forget she's there i don't
1: you know like mean, in the if you they, had
2: someone cleaning up after you in the house, would you just be like you, she could stay for a little while like would you would you be okay with that like if for sure were cleaning the house around you would you be like no she can
1: she's good i I mean if, like risha was one of those people who was cleaning the house um certainly I mean I was one of them too uh I think if, you know more mature older have a you know some sort of sense of pride in where you live and what you whatever at the same you know, like, time risha rubs people the wrong way when it came to cleaning if she if things were out of place or they didn't put the cup back properly she'd snap at you and i mean unfortunately you guys didn't get to see the themes with her because week one was a gong show with risha and i could see this lady rubbing people the wrong way with the cleaning like you didn't put the cup back in the right
0: place and totally just biting people's heads off you know that is why I cannot play Big Brother, cause that would be me.
2: It would be me too, because I'm okay with like the living room being a mess. You guys in your bedroom, I'm sorry, but ugh, I couldn't. The bathroom, I was having a very big issue with, and the kitchen. Those are the three rooms I could not deal with. Anything else, I was like, whatever. But. Oh, my God, the the, the bedroom. I just The bedroom did.
1: was a shit show. I had anxiety anytime I stepped into the bedroom. If you notice, the one bed in the entire room that was made every day was my bed. I would make my bed every morning. The minute Kevin got his ass out of the bed, if he was in it with me, uh, I would make the bed around him. And I'd even put, he'd have his clothes all over the floor. I'd end up folding his clothes and putting them in a nice little stack on the floor for him. Like I was totally mother henning so that when I walked around the bed, I could see carpet Uh, because everywhere else you could just see clothes. It was a disaster.
2: I am not touching anybody's underwear. I'm sorry, but
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, now wait, chat room also, chat room has a question and forgive me. Fellow Canadian. I also love that both of you can't see me. Notice I'm smiling a lot when I say these things to both of you. Okay, so the chat room needs to understand because you guys are like, Winnipeg, from the south, from the north, over here. Is that like an important thing in Canada, like where you are from in Canada? Kind of like the United States, if we were like, you're from the south or you're from the north? Or, is it kind of the same situation? Uh-huh.
2: It kind of is for Johnny because Johnny's kind of from a little province that doesn't really get much hype. I mean, I'm from Toronto, so, like, everyone knows, but, like, Manitoba is small and no one goes there because it's cold.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it's true. (laughs) For us, it's a big deal. Like, if the house guest has come from Winnipeg, I mean, truly, I was the very first house guest from my province uh, last season. Uh, So it took three seasons to get someone from Manitoba. Um, Now we've got two this year that are from Winnipeg and and one that auditioned in Winnipeg. Um, So we're pretty proud of that. At the same time, um, we typically see a lot of representation from the bigger cities. And of course, they've got bigger populations, Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, etc. But there's some criticism this year because we are seeing less people from Say Calgary, which we had a big representation from last year in Alberta, uh, and we're seeing more from smaller places like, for instance, Manitoba. We're having with you know two house guests, and then a Northwestern Ontario person who you know might as might well as well, just- yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, the geographic thing is important for some of us provinces who haven't had fair representation. So
2: and like you got to remember that there's only ten provinces and two territories, so three ter- really or three. Uh,
1: there was only two territories when
2: I was in school. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, technically you could have representation from every single part of our country in the Big Brother house. Absolutely. So when you get like six people from Eastern Ontario and like you get nobody from the mid, the midsection, you're like, what the hell? Like there was not one person from Manitoba that would do well in the house. Like that's kind of where it comes from because it's smaller. Like, yep. you can't physically get 50 people in the Big Brother house, so it's exactly. harder for the state.
0: Right. Rox, stay in the chat room, is saying, I'm just glad we have another guy from Ottawa. Yes. yes.
2: absolutely. We'll get to him momentarily. And, but we're going to go to Dallas, I think.
0: Okay, but wait, because I know that you both love her, or I think you both love her. Uh, Jacks in the chat room says, and it was Sabrina that ruined it for all Montrealers. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, but we haven't
1: country all too and he's fucking gorgeous.
2: And but we haven't had a, a Quebecer since those two, so maybe. And she lives in like Mexico now, so
0: hmm. She's gone away. Never yeah, to be
2: she left. She left the country. She's got like, done.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, do you want to move on to Dallas? Yeah, move want on
2: to, to Dallas or Center or whatever we want um, to
0: call yeah, them.
1: Yeah,
2: Spencer yeah. So here, here's here's I know. Um he's from St. John's, so he is our only East Coast representation this year, which is a far cry from the four or five we've had every other year. Um he's a welder. Um, a drinker apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he would want to bring in a sixty of booze if he could. Um he could be douchey. He has the potential for douche.
1: Could be. To, I see your face, Eric.
0: Yeah, could be. What was his three words were life of the party, class clown, and upbeat. Like, he yeah. might as well just be like, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great.
2: <laughs> and he wants to emulate your 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 um, showman's uh, Kevin, Johnny.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there are certain elements of Dallas that um, remind me a touch of Kevin. You can tell he's very much playing it up for the camera, and Kevin is very much was very much like that. Um, I mean, I didn't perceive that in the house because I was living with him, and I saw the day in, day out Kevin, but the viewing audience and the people watching the episodes um, very much got to experience a very played-up, animated version of Kevin. I think Dallas is... It has that sense to him. I think when the camera's on, he knows there's those buzzwords he can say to really catch people's attention. Uh, you know, like the 60-ounce of booze, I, I feel like maybe in his regular everyday life, uh, you know, maybe he is a little bit of a, a boozer. Uh, he's a welder, um, so isn't it a little bit of a stereotype for people who work in the trades to kind of like their like to hit the booze after they're, they're done their long days? Um, so, you know, that's interesting. The other thing that he said that was was rather interesting to me was the fact that he wants to go in there and try to win the first HOH, um, which is an interesting strategy because um, he says it's, you know, oh. the opportunity to form alliances right off the hop, but it also puts a ginormous target on your back and you're going to piss two people off, potentially three, um, by having to nominate them. And if the veto gets used, a replacement. Is that truly a great idea Um, when you are going first into the house and trying to build those relationships, I don't think so. Um, so, you know, what does that tell me about him? He doesn't know a lot about Big Brother. Um, you know, he enjoyed Kevin. Yeah, Kevin was a likable, funny guy, but, uh, you know, does he know the show Big Brother? No. And and to be honest, with you as a general comment, a lot of the house guests this year don't have a, are not super fans, not like my season was, there were so many of us. There's a lack of Big Brother knowledge in the house, which could make for a very interesting show or could be very dull when it comes to the gameplay. But I think it'll be the former rather than the latter.
2: Yes. The one thing he's not the same about Kevin with is he is a bromance over a showmance. Unlike Kevin, who was all showmance over bromance. Now, like, what would have happened in your season if he had chosen you over Peely? Like,
1: I don't think there was ever an option for him to choose me over Peely. I think really, truly... Um, and this is, this is reminiscing a touch, but had Kevin decided to try to flip the vote and send Sarah home the week I was evicted, um, Kevin would have been in a much better position heading into the triple eviction and having Cindy return into the house. Um, so, uh, just a small comment to throw out there. It, it's a <laughs> little reminiscing a bit, but that, that's besides the question. water under yeah.
2: the bridge. So, he doesn't want to be a douchebag, and I don't think, like, I know everyone's like, oh my god, what do you mean he's a douchebag? And he's got all these positive comments on his on his page or whatever i'm not saying he's a douchebag i'm saying there is a potential for him to be douchey so if he goes in all on the shit then he could be douchey if he goes in and just is fun and like a class clown then no he won't be douchey but the potential for douche is
0: there going back to what to what you said, Johnny, about strategy, um, do you think that's maybe why, and we'll talk about the people at the end, uh, do you think that may be why they're bringing in these wild cards as people who have played before, maybe to kind of, you know, ramp up the strategy and the gameplay, or to hit the ground running? You know, it takes, like, a returning player, I feel like, to get in there and really start playing hard and fast, maybe that's what uh, one of the wild card people will do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess we'll talk more about the internationals when we get to the end, but having said that, I mean, Jason is truly the only house guest of the international ones to have played this format, this North American format of Big Brother. And Jace wasn't a great player. I mean, from one great, one terrible player to another terrible player, Jace wasn't very good. He was pre-jury in both of his seasons that he was in. Very entertaining character, nonetheless. Um, so, you know, the other ones don't I don't know if they have anything to add when it comes to the strategy in the game because it will be truly new for them as well. They're going to have to learn our format in our game and how it truly works. They're used to a popularity contest in their home versions, but we can talk more about that when we get to the end.
0: Okay. Don't um, don't clap at Jane in the chat room says Dallas is definitely going to be the first HOH. Do do you guys think that he has potential of being the first HOH? I don't
2: know. Canadian Canada's first HOH is normally an endurance type, so he's a bit of a weird build for that to
0: work. You're calling oh. fat?
2: No, yeah. he's a big. He's a muscle guy. Fat? No, muscle. Dana,
0: that's rude, Dana. <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? There, yeah. There's there's truly it depends truly what happens in the house. Um, I mean, our first week we had the. Everyone votes in, everyone's HOH type thing. So who knows what Big Brother has in store for them? Um, you know, certainly I think we're going to see more elements from the International Big Brothers creep their way into our Canadian version this year, especially with the International Houseguest. Maybe that might do Dallas well, especially if he wants the HOH. Um, you know, a lot of the other House guests are noted for saying they're going to throw a lot of competition. So if everyone's throwing it and... Dallas truly wants it, yeah, maybe he
2: could be the first HOH. At least he's got a strategy going in. I mean half of them are like, oh, let what's kinda of I I don't know, strategy What strategy. Whatever, I'll just go in and have fun. So Right. I don't know. Let's let's move on to something more pretty. Let's move on to Jared.
0: Oh move on, on to Jared. Wait, just before we oh yes, yeah, let's move on to Jared, but hold on, because we 'cause we're gonna get so far away from it and I did love it. Um, XOXO feeders over on Twitter said, uh, Christine is trying to usurp I can never say that word, Shelley's role as the resident B.B. Cougar before and I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I think <laughs> yes you might uh you might be on to something uh their exo exo Peters. Okay now on to my boyfriend. Go ahead Joanna.
2: Okay if there's hearts around his head his, Oh you he didn't do it, I thought you would put hearts around his head. Look how pretty he is. Gorgeous. He's He's our, our second Manitoban,
1: right? Yes.
2: And. When he gets out of the house, you're going to do something about the hair, right, Johnny?
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. I feel like Raul's going to take care of it in the house. We'll get to him soon, but uh, well, I think Raul's going to get that hair taken care of. <laughs> he
2: says he's not going to style his because he doesn't want them to be prettier than him. But, we'll, I mean, we'll move on to him. But I, I don't know if Raul will touch him. But, yeah, y- you need to take him to a hairdresser, like, the second he walk, like, when he gets off the stage. You, you need to take him, okay?
0: Yeah, I'm right. just like, I, I think he's going to bring
1: part. scissors with me and just, just start cutting.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just, that's all. But he is polite, funny enough, But he, he does seem very polite, and he's, like, he seems like a sweet kid. And he kind of, I don't know, he's like, to me, he's kind of like an Emmett Tom morphing, not so douchey, but like I just, I don't, he's a firefighter which is super super sexy and um yeah i just he's he can just stay he can just sit in the corner like he's kind of like, like
1: this year's bobby
2: for me like bobby he's like <laughs> bobby i was just like bobby could just sit in the corner and as long as he just sits there and his spot I, eric i see your smile I'm
0: like Look, I love him. I love that his attributes are polite, funny, and um, athletic. I didn't like that his strategy was, I'm just going to try not to get caught. Scheming, You might want to work that out a little more. But look, hey, if he's dumb, I love it. I like him hot and dumb. That's what I like. (laughs) like I'm hot and dumb. That's what I like. Johnny, what do you think of him? So,
1: uh, again, uh, a little bit of a bias because he's from Winnipeg. He's from my hometown. Uh, he's freaking gorgeous. Like, no one can deny that about him. Um, you know, the he's the firefighter, the pipeline worker, 24. He, you know, wants to be well-liked. He's a yes, ma'am, thank you, sir, kind of guy. Um, you know, there are elements of him that remind me of um, Emmett, for sure. Um, elements that remind me. I don't see the Tom Plant. I see more of a connection to Zach, actually, from my season. Um, He seems like a smart guy. He seems like an athletic guy. He seems like a guy that everyone is going to gravitate towards immediately. Um, One, because of his good looks. Two, because he's, you know, well-spoken and seems to be just a really nice guy the girls are going to love him so instantly uh, you know he's going to be uh, left right and center for a showmance with one or multiple who are going to be vying for him Um, I think that is going to suit him well in the game Um, I think that he can easily cruise to the jury stage of the game just on being well liked and uh, you know just like Zach in my season everyone wanted Zach in their alliance. I feel like with Jared, it will be very much the same. Everyone's going to want Jared in their alliance, um, and he will have a lot of information to work with. Now, whether Jared has what it takes to take that information and execute a well-played game is yet to be seen. Uh, Another interesting note about Jared, I'm actually meeting up with his best friend Dan tomorrow, who's running his Twitter account. So I'm going to get some more deep on on Jared and what he's like in his Everyday life but get yeah, him to follow me. Yeah, apparently, he's a really popular guy as well, and people really like him. So um, I think that that uh, that will do him and bode for him well in the house.
2: How come you haven't met him yet, then? If he's so popular in Winnipeg, where have you been hiding? Where you're
1: <laughs> not going to the right places? Apparently not. And the one thing <laughs> about Jared though is he works out in Alberta on the pipeline, so he's away for a couple weeks at a time, and then he's back, and he's away and back. So. Uh, I don't know. So I, I can't find any common connections to him just yet. But, I mean, once I meet with this friend Dan, I'm going to dig a little further because Manitoba's small. And Winnipeg in particular is small. And so I feel like there's got to be a connection
0: somewhere there. Um, Big Zilla in the chat room, and I completely, I'm not feeling this at all. Big Zilla says she's getting a little bit of Caleb 2.0 from Big Brother Canada. No. No. Eh, we all disagree. Eh, you got three X's on that one, Bigzilla. None of us agree on that. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. Um, and, yes, a lot of people are predicting Showmance and uh, with Kelly. So you'll guys see – you'll all see who Kelly is when we I'll, – I'll you know, right?
2: I'm sure he'll have his pick of the litter. Uh, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, uh, this season, you all have the crazy. I thought there was a few of you guys with crazy names on your season. This season, Dana, you're blogging. I feel bad for you with these people's names.
2: It wasn't that bad. Like when they first released the first seven, when I did my thing, the only name that like my spell check really disliked was Levita. And then we got the next seven. I'm like, oh, geez. And it's not even really that bad. Doesn't like Sherry. It's not actually that bad. Their last names are hell, like hell. But I never really have to write those, so thank God. It's, it's not too bad,
0: not too too bad.
2: But let's let's move on to
0: Joel, who's not me. Everybody, and stop saying it's me. It doesn't look anything like me. Sure. They think Joel is you?
2: He looks more like a
0: seed. I don't know. People keep saying it was me. I didn't. I don't see it at all. I don't
2: That's, see it at all. I'd be insulted, Eric, if I were
0: you. Who are these people? You need to unfollow them ASAP. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, at Bigzilla is saying if you watched uh, his video, uh, it's like he tried out for another show, but then just got put on to Big Brother Jared, she's referring to. I don't know. Oh. I don't really get that either. But all right. We're still disagreeing with you. Um. Yeah. So, so, what do you guys think of Joel? What do What What do you guys think of? him?
2: Oh, Joel. He's an actor. He's 33 from what, Edmonton, I believe it is. And um, I don't know. He started his bio video like with like gibberish talk, and oh. I didn't understand it. So I I I I don't know. I don't know. He's he's um. He's probably gonna annoy the hell out of people. Wouldn't you yeah. be annoyed with him in the house, Johnny? Yeah.
1: I would he does. He's a little off-putting for me. Um, he would probably annoy me a bit, um, for sure. Like he's certainly the nerdy character for the season. Um, I saw a really good, um, a really good picture of um, Steve, JP, uh, Joel, and uh, who else was there? But again, it's that that archetype of the nerd. Um, whether I believe he's a nerd or not, uh, I'm not buying it. I think they've stuck a bow tie on him and he's wearing his Argyle sweater. But I don't necessarily think he's the nerd. I don't think he is super brilliant or intelligent. I mean, he says himself he's not looking forward to the mental challenges. I mean, a lot of them aren't looking forward to them. But uh, I, I don't know why this is the character he's been given. Um, there's also a really great picture out there where they compare him to Eugene from Greece. Uh, and I think that that is spot on uh, of what I see when I look at Joel, I see Eugene. Um, oh you know,
2: God, so true.
1: He, but I don't know what to think about him. He he will be interesting. And I he says he struggled a lot growing up with anxiety, depression, and uh, you know what? The Big Brother house is a crazy place to be. And even a person who has never struggled with things like anxiety or depression, that house amps that up. I'm, you know, not an anxious person in my everyday life. However, my anxiety and paranoia in the house was through the roof. I can't even imagine for someone who's predisposed for something like that, how they're going to react in that kind of environment. Um, Do I see him being a social person and being able to interact with everyone and get along with them? I think he'll struggle. I think he he'll have a hard time forming those relationships and bonds with people. Um, Could he be an early boot potentially, Um, you know, unless he can somehow fit in with maybe some of the more offbeats, And there truly aren't very many this season. They're not, you know, a lot of those types this year. So I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do. I also wonder if it's just a matter of him playing up that nerdy sort of stereotype in the, his video, and he's going to be a different person in the house once we get to know him. I'm not sure. I, I'm having a hard time reading him.
2: <laughs> Flip and said he looked like Screech from Safe by the Bell. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So. But the guy, he says that he works out, he does cardio, he plays soccer. Like, so he says he's going to be okay in the physical competition. So, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, was nerd the role you were given? Like, are you guys – I don't know if you can say it or not, but are you guys given kind of roles, or are you, like, allowed to, That's like, me, say, like, I, I want me, to be a nerd, or –
1: I mean, I think it's a well-known fact that in reality TV period, whether it's Survivor, Big Brother or anything of the sort, there's sort of an archetype of a house guest or a player um, that gets cast. You've got your token gay guy. You've got your, um, you know, the girl next door. You've got your jock. You've got your douchebag. You've got your, you know, um, and he certainly falls into that archetype of the nerd or that's what he's being Set up to be whether he like I said he, whether he in fact the nerd or not I don't believe it um, you know there's other house guests that I feel like are probably uh, you know, way more intelligent and nerdy than Joel is so it, it's interesting it's interesting that that's where they've sort of slotted him and that's the sort of character he will play whether he'll be the nerd when it comes to being in the house or not I don't think so yeah I
2: don't know it'll be interesting to see what he does and how they take him so let's move on to Bachelorette number one for Jared Kelsey.
0: hmm <laughs> Our blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there, you go. Her. there
2: we go, there oh, she go. Her. is. Going going she's all ready for her wedding, apparently.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she is um she's a flight attendant, no?
1: Yeah. 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 Yes. Tender.
2: She's a flight attendant
1: from out west.
2: She has no strategy. Uh, she wants to bring her dog, and she has uh, she's just she's she,
0: just there for the adventure. That's all she wants. She's positive and a free spirit and outgoing. <laughs> that would annoy the shit out of me more than the nerdy guy. <laughs> I mean, there
1: is one thing interesting to say. To her, she has done quite a bit of traveling. She's been to um, Africa and Asia and. So she does have some life experience, even though she's, you know, just 25. Um, I think that that's that's a good thing. Um, Certainly, there are a lot of young people in the house that haven't really lived and experienced life. I think Kelsey has been a little more independent in her life. So she will do better in the sort of situation that she's in. Being a flight attendant and a bartender, certainly those require, um, you know, a a big personality, a lot of... uh, Interacting with people and socializing, and that's going to do well for her in the house. Yeah, she is definitely Bachelorette number one for a showman. Um, Jared, uh, she is gorgeous. Um, you know, she says, um, "Are there any challenges she fears?" And she says, "The mental, for sure, is going to be something for her that she's, you know, going to be have a hard time with." And again, she's pretty much every house guest going in there is scared of the mental challenges. Which is crazy because the mental challenges, I was like, oh, yeah, the mental ones I've got down packed, you know, and and we ended up having all physical basically almost the entire time I was in there. Um, so it'd be interesting to see with all of them being scared of these mental challenges that they throw all mental challenges at them for the first couple of weeks just to really shake things up a bit.
2: You know what's terrifying with this they're scared of mental challenges like they're all saying oh I'm not smart I'm not smart what are we going to have to listen to for the next 10 weeks like what conversations are we going to be subjected to like I'm scared I like, I <laughs> Justin Bieber and I like what like I I don't know what we're going to have to listen to but she won't compromise herself to win she's hurt the one thing she has strategized about is her alliance is she just wants to find people she clicks with and just basically have a group of friends. Kind of like what the diaper alliance was really. It was just like, oh, we're friends, you know, we're all the same age. And I kind of, I kind of, cause there's like, Four or five 21-year-olds and then there's like a 19-year-old and a 22-year-old a couple of 22-year-olds. I've nicknamed the Brat Pack because that's just what they're going to be. They're all going to gravitate towards each other and the few that aren't in there are just going to be off to the side. That's what that's what I predict right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree with you. I think the youngins are going to grow and I mean it was very much the same in my season. The younger people just tended to be able to relate more to each other. Um, you know she's 25 though so she'll She'll have a little bit of an easier time, say, than a Joel and a Christine from being able to relate with people just because they're a touch older. The other thing about Kelsey, and I mean, I just look at her and, and through her bio pack, she's, she's, very, she's got a very positive sort of energy to her, right? Like very drawing, right? So if I were to see her in the house, um, I'd want to go up and talk to her. So I think that'll be a good thing for her. I think she can use that to her advantage um, because she doesn't have that sort of bitch face type look to her uh, she doesn't have the neha face going on you know so
2: do you think she'll get lost in pack because i saw this cute picture on facebook it was like it's called the triplet twist and it was her um page and maddie who are basically all like the three young blondes that all kind of look alike so like either she'll get forgotten about and just be kind of dragged to the end or it'll be like oh well, we already have one of these we don't need this one and maybe like be pushed out like And that kind of goes for all three of them. Like, that could kind of work for all of them. Yeah. Because they all look the same, and they're all the same
1: age. Three blondes, they're all around the same age. I I think all of them have elements of uh, a little bit of Ashley for my season, kind of the girl next door. Um, You know, it will truly be how well they can adapt once they get in, how well they're going to be at challenges, who they link up with and what alliances they form um you know she could go all the way to the end uh, you know or or get close to the end and then win herself out um potentially i think any of the three twins or whatever we want to call them the blonde bombshells uh you know have that potential to go really far just because of that sort of yet to be seen yes. okay now let's
2: move on to um Levita. this
0: is like a good name i love She's- Lavita, she's a passionate leader, and I love a passionate leader in a house of what, fourteen other people. That's my favorite kind of (laughs) person.
2: She is. um, She owns her own skincare line, Mm -hmm. and she is from out west. And she loves Britney. So the minute I saw that she loved Britney, I'm like, all right, you're mine. I just I have to love you, but um, yeah, she's not into an all girls alliance. She thinks they're foolish because she knows that girls just can't get along. And, um, yeah, she doesn't like to clean, but if you see her cleaning, it's gameplay. So, yeah, she's. She, yeah, she's.
0: Thoughts? Thoughts on Levita?
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm, I like LaVita. Um, you know, she, again, is the middle of the road, 25 years old. Um, she seems very intelligent. The one thing that really stood out for me with LaVita that I really like is she's the only one who very eloquently communicated some form of strategy. Uh, and her strategy is to make promises to as many people as possible and then fulfill those promises to help sort of, um, you know, build that rapport with them. Um, and I think that, that that's interesting. Um, is it going to work? I don't know. I mean, uh, I was watching the S.H.I.E.L.D. show, and one of the comments was Sabrina was very much like that. She promised to do people's hair and makeup every day, and she did do that. But did people trust Sabrina? No, they didn't. So is that going to work for Levita? I don't know. Um, you know, she is intelligent, though, and I think that if she, you know, can situate herself right in a good alliance uh, and she can be smart about it, Um, We might see her ring leading a little bit, and she might be the head of an alliance. Uh, So, you know, I think she can do well. I think she's going to be good in endurance style challenges. She even says she, uh, you know, that's going to be what her strong suit is. Um, tiny framed women tend to do very well in endurance historically in Big Brother, period. And she, this is certainly one of them. Although we have quite a few tiny framed women um, who are probably going to do very well in endurance competitions. So um, I like her. I like that she said, you know, uh, she likes Brittany. So she likes that strong, independent woman. I definitely get that sense from her. Um, you know, she she's someone that I want to see more of. I, I don't I don't 100% know that I'm going to love her yet. I just want to see how she is able to adapt once she gets into the house.
2: Yeah, I think the difference between a LaVita and a Sabrina are, Sabrina lied to everybody but, but the final, like, her first five alliance. Like, LaVita says she wants to make promises to people, but she's going to be smart about the way she does it. Like, if she has every intention of keeping you, She's just gonna make it look like they convinced her to keep you. You know what I mean? So she's not breaking promises. She's not going back on word. She's she wants to keep her word. But that thing is like, if you start making promises to too many people, eventually that's gonna start getting around the house. So she just, She has to be careful in how she does it. But the way she's doing it is like a way different in a way different vein than Sabrina did. Like, yeah, they love Sabrina around because so they could do her hair and makeup, but nobody wanted to be in alliance with her. So, right. because she was I a liar.
1: Thing for her, she needs to be careful of, like you said, if she starts making too many promises to too many people to build that rapport and to, um, you know, get them on their side, uh, she could get caught, right? And I mean, for me in the house, someone who says they're going to do my hair or, give me a manicure or whatever great you know whatever but if someone tells me that they're going to vote to save me and they actually deliver on that uh, that's a different story that's something that is a move that's going to make me trust someone or maybe someone that comes to my defense when you know uh, you're getting in a heated argument with someone that's someone who you want on your court can she do that to too many people no because you start doing that and people start comparing notes uh your strategy is going to blow up pretty damn quickly um and and that could happen uh it it just really depends on how she executes the strategy um how she's going to do in there she's one that i kind of put as a little bit of a dark horse that i want to watch and see how she's able to adapt when she's in the house because i think she potentially can do well but at the same time she might you know, rub people the wrong way, uh, and might annoy people if they read into that too quickly.
0: Redheaded, exactly. redheaded Michelle in the chat room says she must be in the majority because she liked her. You are not in the majority. I liked her as well, although I don't understand why people are saying that's how Eric would play the game because of the cleaning. It's not <laughs> how Eric would play the game. That is not how <laughs> Eric would play the game. Um, okay, move, move on. Move
2: on to Maddie, Bachelorette number two for Jared
0: little blonde
2: maddie um let's just take a look
0: let's just take
2: a look at the picture for a second this cute funny like looks so precious and beautiful is like oh sweetest pie swears like a trucker like the f word is her favorite word and in her bio pack i think she used about 20 times in the first like 15 seconds like the mouth on her does not match the face on her. It was bizarro. And her video did not match the written on her. Like, in the written, I was like, oh, she's like an Ashley type. Like, she'll be a little sassy, but, like, the girl next door. And then in her video, she's like, I'm mean. Girls are mean. And I'm think my hot head. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to control myself. I'm like, what <laughs> What just happened? Are you a Gemini? <laughs> There's two of you here. i it was really
1: weird for me. I don't know about her. Yeah, this is, this is certainly one that I think is playing up to the character and playing up to the camera a bit and maybe saying what she thinks Big Brother and the audience might want to hear. Um Uh, I I just don't know. Uh, If that truly is her, she is going to be in trouble to go very early in the game. That's going to rub people the wrong way um, if she's a firecracker. And, uh, you know, there have been some um, ties back to um, from season one, Danielle. um, And certainly I can see that uh, in look and in sort of personality. Danielle is said to have a little bit of a firecracker personality. I haven't really met her. Um, so it'll truly be, you know, like you said, there's a mismatch between what's written and what you see in the video. So I think she's playing it up a bit. She seems smart. Um, you know, how would you spend your 100K? And she says, I'd like to put a down payment on a condo. Um, well, one of my responses to how I wanted to spend my money, if I want it, was I wanted to pay off my mortgage. Um, so that does show some maturity to her, even though she's just 21. Um, you know, so that's interesting. So yeah, there's a mismatch here with her and I'm really interested to see if she'll be the firecracker, fiery swears like a trucker in the house, or if she'll be this person that we kind of see a little more through the written aspect of her, her bio here. So yeah, she's an interesting one. Um, she definitely is potential for showman big time. I think that, yeah, she's going to like Jared and, uh, he's going to have his pick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's interesting. We'll see what happens with her.
2: The only thing that concerns me with her is um, she says that she doesn't get along with girls. And girls that can't, I mean, most girls will call each other's eyes out at some point, but we can all kind of fake it along or get along for a little while. So, like, when you say that you can't get along with girls and you're going to be in a house with like, seven other girls, that's that's concerning to me. Like,
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think at the same time, if she gets herself in with an all guys alliance or a majority of guys, that might benefit her, too. You know what I mean? Throw a bunch of meat shields in front of you and you're good to go type thing. So that might benefit her in one sense. Um, and, you know, it's very easy in the early weeks of the house to have that gender divide and the guys versus the girls type thing. And if she these up to the guys right at the get-go and he's okay taking out a girl, the guys are going to be all about that. There's certainly a couple macho guys in there that I could definitely see that sort of bro alliance sort of going on, you know, uh, throw it back to Four Horsemen, Jace style, uh, throw it back to, you know, uh, the brigade and things like that. Um, it, it's very possible that that's going to happen this season with the characters we see in there. If she can get herself in kind of like a Brittany with the brigade, I mean, maybe she'll do very well because of that. So that's her only saving grace. Even if she's a little bit of a spitfire, can't get along with the girls, if she can get along with the guys and, and, and they win competitions, you know, they're basically effectively meat shields in front of her.
2: Yeah, or she, or it could go even the worst way. She could be like a Willow in the what was that Alliance's name last year? Chop
1: shop. The <laughs> chop shop.
2: Yeah, she could be the Willow in the chop shop, and that will just get her into trouble because Willow was the one that seemed to have to like go do all the guys' dirty work, and then she had a lot to make up for. Absolutely. So we'll we'll see how she plays this. We'll see how she gets along with the girls. But I mean. She's definitely pretty. Now let's move on to my favorite. I call dibs on this guy. I don't care. The two of you can bugger off. He's mine, even though he's gay. Put up the, the picture of Mitchell, Mitchell please. Oh, mm-hmm. Mitch. So uh, I love, I love him. him. He's my guy.
0: Yeah, I like him. Um, I like him. Um, well, I'll let you go first, Dana. Why do you like him? Why is he your guy? He
2: just seems so cute and nice and I've watched his, I've watched his YouTube videos and he's like, they're funny and I just, he's got a strategy going in. Like it's not a hardcore like, like set in stone strategy, but it's something that it's a building block that he knows how he wants to play the game and he wants to be adaptable. He knows he's going to have to kind of go where the house goes, but you know, he's going to hide his profession because he's a YouTuber and a scientist. But he doesn't want to come off too smart, so he's gonna like play that down. Um, he's just the guy that every guy or every girl kind of wants to be around. He just seems nice, and he's had a boyfriend for nine years, so Raul will be sad. But <laughs> I just I don't know. Like he just seems to be the one that's going in there the most prepared out of all of them. And look at him, like he's Gina just so-
0: I will say I. I will tell people what you told me on the phone.
1: Uh-oh. You did not.
0: There is. What didn't you like about him, Jaina? His voice. Like his voice. Didn't you say did. his voice was like nails on a chalkboard? Oh. I thought you did.
2: Fine. No.
0: I'll take it then. I didn't like his voice. <laughs> well, I don't like your voice, Eric. He doesn't sound like me. Johnny, what did you think of him?
1: I really like uh, Mitch, uh, Mitchell. Uh, This guy, in a heartbeat, I'd marry him. Like, I'd have a ring at Finale and propose to him on the stage if he didn't have a boyfriend of nine years. Uh, He's super smart, super personable. Um, I think he's adorable. Uh, I I really love him. Um, He is definitely the one that stands out for me the most, not just because he's cute and gay, um, but To me, he's the most likable person, and, you know, I think that's going to work well for him in the house. Like Dana said, um, has the potential to get along really well with the guys, has the potential to get along really well with the girls. I think he can situate himself pretty nicely in the middle and kind of cruise, if possible. What he needs to worry about— and And again, I don't mean to sound and toot my own horn, but it's maybe what I fell victim to is that people realized pretty quickly that I was smart. I knew what was going on. I knew what was up. And because of that, I became an early target. And I think he very much has to worry about that as well. Um, Very much like Anil from season one, same idea. They realized that Anil was a really smart guy right off the hop. And that was his ultimate demise. And so I think that Mitch needs to be careful of that. Um, you know, he did mention he wants to hide his profession, uh, because, you know, he he doesn't want people to think like he's this big famous person. And I mean, he has a YouTube channel of 5 million, but, um, you know, some people are, I don't think people are going to recognize him. I don't think there's anyone that's going to know him or recognize him. Um, you know, I certainly, I didn't recognize him when he said he was a YouTuber and it, it didn't recall, but I have seen the videos before. I just didn't put two and two together. And I have to say, and I'm going to give a shout-out to his boyfriend. His boyfriend is incredibly adorable and cute in the videos, too. And they are the cutest couple ever. So I'm super jealous. I messaged the boyfriend to let him know that I'm, like, mad jealous of him. Um, but I think Mitch is going to do really great. I think he is right now my pick to win based on first impression. Um, and I think for me, that's a bold statement. I don't normally like the the gays in Big Brother. Uh yeah. At all, I normally despise them, and I love, love Mitch, love him. See,
2: yeah, and I love, I love the gays in Big. Brother. I don't know why I'm drawn to them, but I normally do love the gays in Big Brother. And for me, it's like he's gay, but he's not to the point where it's like off-putting, kind of like you know, like kind of like a Gary who was like gay to like the hundredth degree, where you're either gonna get the people who love you, or you're gonna get those macho guys who are like. I can't handle this, which is what's Raúl's problem is probably going to be. So like he's that guy that can kind of play both sides, like he can be good with the girls and great with the guys, and like not off put anybody with like the over the top personality. That would be like a Gary, or like I have a feeling what Raúl's going to do when he goes in there with his "I love tacos" bit. But (laughs) I just I love, and I don't think anyone's going to recognize him in the house because his. Videos are kind of geared to the younger kids. Like I, I think I saw one of them because I was looking up something for my son on YouTube, and that's how I found it. So I don't think like these little, these twenty one year olds are gonna be looking up ASAP Science for shits and giggles. So Mitch is Mitch is my pick. Mitch is my my pick. So now let's move on to my other pick for the girls, which is Paige. And I know Eric, and she's sweet.
0: I think she's just cute as a button. I, I, she's like, oh, I'm so cute. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't really care for. her. Sorry.
2: She's the only girl that's in there that is ready to play the game. She's been watching it since she was ten. For her nineteenth birthday, her parents got her a plane ticket to the casting call in Colin Winnipeg. Like, she seems to be ready for it. She's going. She's a vet tech assistant. She's nineteen. She's the baby and so like she's ready to backstab she's ready to lie she realizes this is a one-time opportunity so she's going to go do it with a bang she does amazing impressions her her greg impression just had me in stitches and like anybody that can do greg is is fine by me because i love him and she's going to use dog psychology on humans so we'll see
0: how it goes so you should just start
2: rubbing pressure. everybody's bellies. Maybe they should start rubbing everyone's bellies and call it a day mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you think of her, Johnny? Uh, okay. So, again, I have a
1: little bit of a bias because I actually met Paige at the open auditions in Winnipeg. I actually spent some time talking to her because she stood out for me. Um, take a look on her official Big Brother Uh, Twitter handle and there is a picture of Paige and I from the auditions together. She is super sweet, super sweet, super down to earth. She is very small and tiny, very petite, um, but very personable, very likeable. Um, You could tell she was making friends in line, Uh, people seemed to really like her. Uh, She is an outdoorsy girl, which I liked Uh, and to me she drove home the super fan. Because at the auditions, she showed up wearing a Judd Grizzly Bear shirt. And now a true super fan would only be able to to tease that out. And uh, to me, that says she knows Big Brother. Uh, She's only 19, so she's young. Um, However, she's probably our only super fan, I would say, in the house that has watched um, more than just a few seasons. I really like that about her. Um, she is definitely on my top five as of right now probably because I met her a little bit and I have a little bit more insight than most people have she's sweet she's likable um, you know potential for show mass as well although she's young uh, I feel like you're robbing the cradle if you bark up Paige's tree um, and her mom's going to be very upset if uh, one of the boys go after her but uh, you know I like her she's going to be one of those people that could easily kind of cruise to that end sort of game um, and just kind of blend in in the background, which is not a bad strategy to have. Um, yeah, I like Paige a lot. Um, and and again, I have a little bit of a bias, but, you know, I think she's fun, I think she's likable, she can relate to the guys because she endo- enjoys doing those things like trapping and hunting and outdoorsy type stuff. Um, so yeah, I like her.
2: Yeah, I'm a Paige fan. I think she can go well. Now we're gonna move on to our Ottawa boy, Philippe, who I'm gonna say it now is douchey. Just douchey douchey. He's yeah. Philippe. He um is a music producer slash DJ and he is all about the manipulation, all about the lying. He's he'll use a girl to get to the end and if he attacks on my page, I swear to God, I will be there with her parents to kill him myself um he wants a bros alliance he's scared of the girls he thinks the girls are going to like play as like, take his mind off the game but i see him finding some stupid girl to show mance with i don't know which one yet but he'll pick off the weak one i think and just use her and abuse her and then she'll be hurt at the end of it and interesting to see how he fares in the house because it's kind of a little harder with on the Like, I mean, it was kind of harder on, um, what's his face? Oh, my God, what's his name? Adele? Adele. When he was in there, you know, like, it it depends on how devout he is. I mean, like, I know, like, Adele had to pray, like, five times a day. So it'll be interesting to see how he's able to maneuver all of that within the confines of the game and stuff. But it'll also be interesting to watch because I kind of love watching other religions in action. So this, for me, will be interesting to watch happen. But I, I like him. I, he's one of my favorites. So I, I expect I expected things from Ramsey.
1: Yeah, Ramsey is a really interesting one for me. Um, a little bit older, 26, that digital marketing. So he's got some life experience going on there. Um, I like that he said his strategy. He doesn't really have an A to Z plan and that. The show really changes so much so you can't set yourself up with a strategy because things are going to change in there. I think he's a fun, likable guy. People are going to gravitate towards him. The interesting thing that I noted in one of the interviews that I read is of all the players in the house, uh, production noted that he is the the person who knows Big Brother the least. Um, He's watched the least amount of Big Brother out of everyone. And that's interesting for me. Um he's saying the right things in his his bio pack and in his in the written portion um but will that will he be able to execute that in the house? I think he has the potential to do that. Another interesting note about um Ramsey is that he's uh, a lot of former house guests picked to win. Um so that's interesting to note too, if a lot of house guests are homing in on um, how well he can do. Uh, and I think if, uh, you know, I think he's one of those ones that can kind of be on the outside of a sort of dudes or bros alliance and then really work the other side as well. Um, there's been some reference to him possibly looking a little like Drake. Uh, do I think? Uh, not really, but he's. I think he's a good looking guy. Um, you know, I think he's going to do well. And I, and I really liked the sensitive emotional piece like you said that we got in his video about his sister and the importance of his family I can really connect with that and the girls uh, are really going to connect with that as well so I think this guy is really set up to do very well Um, you know he another one is a dark horse that we could see sort of sneak his way all the way to the end and I think Ramsey could potentially pull out a win you know what I mean like he's likable enough that he could get all the way there and and just be like oh you know what I just
0: won Big Brother Canada 4 woo you know, <laughs> let me yeah. let me just say this because I see a lot of people in the chat room um, asking. Yes, if you guys uh, go to the website and go to youralderrecaps dot com slash bb can right, Dana, and there's a blog there on how they can watch. I see a lot of comments in the quest in the chat room like, how do we do it? Just go read that blog, and uh, you'll know. Cause... I'll go
2: over it quickly at the end too on when and how to learn. Okay. Okay. But. Let's move on to Raul. Raul is our second gay of the season, which is weird to have two. Like, there's only one other season where we've had two. And um, Raul is kind of like the polar opposite of the Mitchell. And I saw something. No, I'm not. I don't hate flamboyant gays. I love Gary. I'm, I'm just saying that for some people, it could be a little like for the really burly straight guys that are in that house that might be a little weird for them because if they're especially if they're not used to seeing it like it could be weird so i'm not saying that's my personal thing it's just there it could rub people the wrong way but
0: he is yes i would like to apologize this is the one who you told me was annoying as shit on the phone yes
1: Uh, okay Uh, got it
0: Got it. Okay. I take it back now. Go
2: ahead. His first 10 seconds were about tacos and how much he loves tacos. and he's Mexican, so he's got to have his tacos. And there's just I don't even care that he's flamboyant. I love the flamboyant gaze. I mean, look, I love Eric, but, um, I, he, there's no substance to him. Like for me, there's no, there's no strategy. There's no gameplay. He's just there to look pretty. And I, I, I have Jared for that. I don't need it from Raul. Like, I want to see him play the game. So that's that's where I am. He's a, a stylist from Calgary, is it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he loves Kenny because Kenny was pretty. Like, that's where his mind is at. Everything is, is it pretty? Is it this? And he says that he knows when he's being annoying. He can tell when they're annoying and he can straight it up or he can, like, do whatever he needs to do to, like, not be annoying to whoever he's annoying with. But I I don't know, like...
0: Okay. This is Raul 24-7. Like, can you really not? Okay, okay. (laughs) I mean, I want to hear what Johnny... I want to hear what Johnny has to say about him.
1: So, as I said before, I typically don't like the gays in Big Brother. Um, Raul is one of those ones that I think he is going to be either really well-liked or hated. Um, I just really don't know. In Canada... The over-the-top gays tend to be really well-liked. Like, I mean, Gary Glitter is very well-liked. And I would call Wool the odd, crazy, random, disgusting love child of Gary crossed with Peely. Um, that's truly what I see him as. Um, he is very over-the-top and full of himself, very much a narcissist, is all about looking pretty and uh, all about pretty people. Um, that could rub people the wrong way really quickly. He's going to have a hard time connecting with the guys, I think, especially, uh, you know, the Jareds, the um, Phillips, et cetera, um, the Dallas type thing. Um, so I truly think – and he says that that's not the case. He says that he gets along well with straight guys and, uh, you know, has a lot of straight friends. And, I mean – I believe him, but I just don't know in the house whether that's going to work for him. If he can tone himself down, not to say that, that that that's important to do. I mean, be yourself, be you, absolutely. But in a house where you live in such close confines with people, if you are annoying people 24-7 because you are so over the top, that's not going to work out well for you. I mean, look at Gary from season one. He did get evicted, ended up going to jury, sitting for a couple weeks, and then on a random crazy twist, ended up back in the house, right? So, um, I mean, this potentially could happen to Raul, could rub people the wrong way and end up going out the door. Um, you know, I feel like he's going to be a fun guy. I feel like I'll enjoy hanging out with Raul after the show. He's one of those ones I think I'm going to have a great time drinking with and gawking over all the hot guys with, Absolutely. But, um, but, yeah, there's there's no substance to him for me. There's To me, I could never have an intelligent conversation with him um, unless it was about, you know, fashion, makeup, and looking good. You know what I mean?
2: Now, uh, here's the interesting thing. What do you think the dynamic between him and Mitchell is going to be?
1: This is the interesting part. So I, I always love seeing how gay's, interact with each other um you know for for me i was hoping and truly praying that they throw another gay in there for me and that we'd have our first gay show um but of course with mitchell being in a nine-year relationship that's not going to happen i think i think mitchell can get along with raul um i don't necessarily know if this is the typical sort of guy that mitchell would be bff with but i think they'll get along well i think mitchell's gonna be able to get along with just about everyone including raul um, they should be interesting. I don't think that they'll be polarizing. I think for sure Raul is going to be gawking over Mitchell for sure, especially because he's gay. Um, I mean, I would be if I was Raul in the house. I'd be all freaking over Mitchell. I'd be wanting to sleep in the same bed as him. Like, he'd be my kevy Webby. He'd be um, totally my little Mitchie. So, you know. Because
2: I just remember that Adil and Gary didn't really get along in season
1: one. And I, I have a feeling that... I have a feeling that that's not going to be the case just because of how well-rounded Mitchell is. I don't think he's going to allow that to happen. I think he knows better um, than to do that. He's very aware. Um, So I can't see that
2: happening. Yeah, he's older. Mitchell's (laughs) older. Like, Emil was only, like, 20, 21 years old when he walked into the house. So, you know, like, he got, like, cocky and whatever. Like, and he thought he had the game wrapped up. He was doing his thesis on the game. So he thought... He he had it, so that was that's where that went. But now we are going to move on to our last Canadian contestant. Our I think this is our first lesbian, isn't it, Sherry? I don't think we've had a like a lesbian on the show before. I like her. I like her, too. She's sexy as hell. Let me just say, but um, she is yeah. She is going to speak. She's by bi- she's a bilingual customer service agent. So her, the first like 15 seconds of her biopack were actually in French. And I was like, wow, you can just keep talking. And, um, yeah, she's going to take it day by day and stay flexible. And she's going to move within, the, like, how the game moves. That's her strategy is, like, not just not have a strategy, but she just knows that the game is fluid and you have to kind of go with the way the, the house is moving and keep, like, always keep on to how the house is moving and keep aware of where things are going. And so you're not blindsided by, oh, I guess we're voting this person out now kind of thing. So, she, yeah, I like her. I I like a Sherry. I,
0: I, you know, am, I am sick and twisted, and the chat room is saying she is saying that she's bisexual, not a lesbian, just to be clear. Does well, she, she say-
2: says she has a girlfriend. She says she has a girlfriend. So that's, there's no one in it that says she's bisexual, but she just says she has a girlfriend, so
0: that's what I'm going with. Well, Johnny, what are you going with? But I really, well,
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: Whether it doesn't matter, so. Well, to me, that's sort of irrelevant. Uh, I don't think that's
1: super important. Um, but I do really like her like Dana. I think um, this is another one of them that uh, is on the top of my list for people that I really like and that I think, do very well in this house. She's very aware. Uh, she's a little bit older, definitely has the life experience going on for her. Um, I think she's gorgeous. I think she's fun. Um, yeah, I like her a lot. Uh, I like the fact that um, she gives me a very, like, free spirit, open kind of person. And I think that she'll get along very well with people because of that. Um, you know. Someone had said, and I think I read somewhere that they're like, "Oh, maybe she's a little too quirky, and she might be the next to Nick." And it's like, no, there's no way I can compare a Nick and and Sherry together. Um, I think she's going to be smart. I think she could be at the head of an alliance for sure. Um, maybe one with a few girls, uh, if that's even possible with some of the girl hating chicks in the house this year. Um, but uh, I think there's possible she's going to be a leader, a little bit of a ringleader when it comes to what's up. I think she's uh, a no bullshit kind of girl and she'll call um it out uh and be able to not in the sense of like a Neha call it out and be polarizing type thing but just in the sense that um she's not gonna she's not she's not gonna just be unaware of what's going on around her she'll be very perceptive of what's going on Um, so i like her a lot actually she's another one of my in my top five ish type thing I, i like her i like
2: her and then we got our four wild cards so we'll start with who i have first uh jace oh god (laughs) jace is our first from bb us he's uh season five and uh all stars and he is he was like he's going to be like the corpse of the house if he gets in there like he's like what 100 years old now he paid he played big brother 10 years ago and no one liked him then. We don't like him now. Excuse
0: and, me, I liked him a lot back then. Like, a lot. He was my first crush. He was my, first, crush. Ah! He was my <laughs> first reality TV crush. And I loved him. Now he looks like a throwback 90s rocker, what's-his-face. But back then, I was all about him.
2: But I, I've heard that he's only in the running because Mike Boogie backed out.
0: So,
1: and I'm a out
2: there, yeah. Not a fan of the Jace. And I have a feeling he's kind of like the him and Veronica are like the Nate of season two where they were like in the war room but no one ever had it gave them a second thought. Like they're just there for names and we know who we really want in. So yeah, he's um I don't know. I just I just remember he never liked to have a shirt on and I'm like you can keep that on. You're old now and yeah that's it. So <laughs>
0: What did, you and then we... what did you think of Jace, Johnny? Jace is entertaining,
1: though. That was the thing. Um, I mean, I was very much in the early years of Big Brother when I was in high school still. Um, I was glued to my life for the summer. And um, he was entertaining. I mean, he was fun to watch. He had some crazy antics in the house. Um, he was part of that Four Horsemen Alliance. and. Uh, although he may not have been my crush, Eric. Uh, I was crushing on Drew way back when. Uh, But he was very much part of that, you know, that four horsemen alliance. Um, Yeah, I don't think Jace stands a shot in hell in getting in this house, not with the big personalities of Tim and Nikki. Um, I think that uh, this truly was a a fill-in possibly for production when someone else fell through. The rumors, Boogie. Oogie. Also, there were some rumors out there that it could have been Ian Terry as well that was rumored to have been the spot as well for the American. Um, The other thing to note, though, is that the Americans, though, there are a lot of Americans out there, and if they all threw themselves behind Jace, they
0: could very easily vote and get him into the house. No, we cannot. No, we can't, because we're not allowed to vote, and it's very hard for us to vote unless we have a VPN. What?
1: I thought the vote is open international.
0: Well, it's not for anybody that we've talked to. I couldn't vote on my end. It wouldn't let me do it at all. Really? Chilltown in the chat room says they could vote. I know people, um, yes, Yanisa is saying no, she couldn't vote. I had a ton of people the past two days telling me they couldn't vote, it wouldn't let them vote without a VPN. Really? So I was told that the
1: voting was open international because they wanted to allow the fan bases from the originating international house guest countries to vote for them. Uh, and I mean, if that is in fact the case that it's not open, then yeah, if Jace doesn't have the Americans voting for him, I don't think he stands a chance, I don't think he stands a chance in hell, anyways. But I mean, uh if they can't both then i mean he's in
0: trouble
2: okay then we got nikki from big brother uk she's played according to her bio she's played a total of five seasons of big brother that's probably the most big brother that anybody's played ever um i haven't seen any big brother uk so i don't really know her i know she's known for her diary room tantrums and she's a hothead and she's really gonna like these little girls are gonna be peeing their pants like she's gonna walk into this house and she's gonna go crazy on them and they're gonna they're gonna need they're gonna need diapers like they're gonna need diapers so and she'll tell you she's a legend like just ask her she'll tell you like she won't hold back she thinks she knows she's a legend and she's not shy about it so she's she's gonna get in that house there's no way like
1: no way, uh, Johnny. Nikki, when she's uh, she's going into the house, come hell or high water, um, she will be the most entertaining house guest this season, period. End of story. With the exception of possibly uh, Tim, who we'll talk about uh, next or shortly. Um, Nikki, uh, I've I've never watched a full season of BBUK with her. However, I have seen episodes in her where she has her tantrums and meltdowns, and they are literally reality TV goals. She is a legend in the Big Brother franchise period, end of story, and she will be a legend in the Big Brother Canada house. I am very excited to be able to meet her at Finale because she is just a ball of crazy fun. Uh, she will be one of those people that give her alcohol and oh my god, you're right, all of the girls in the house are going to be scared of her. I think some of the boys are even going to be <laughs> scared of her and she's going to go in there and not give a flying fuck about what people think about her. Um, so, yeah, she is going to be a fun, fun one to watch. Okay,
2: okay. exactly. And then The next one is um, Tim, Dorm- Tim Dormer from US- uh, BB Australia. He won in 2013, and Whitesnake called, and they want their hair back. Like, <laughs> what is happening with the guys and the hair? Like, I mean, he, he can talk all he wants. Like, I can just sit there and listen to that accent. Uh, like, just, just talk. Just talk to me all night long. Just talk to me, Tim. Like, Here's,
0: here's the thing, and it goes the same uh, for it goes the same for Nikki. Um, I don't. I've watched one or two Celebrity Big Brother UKs. I've never watched in Australia. Um, I know of Tim, and I know of Nikki, and that right there should just tell you they're going. I know that he wasn't. There something where um, he is the type of a player who will screw over the house for his own game because he knows uh what's best for his game. I like him. What I know of him, I like him is what I'm saying.
2: Well, here's the thing with Tim. Like, Tim was known for, like, his lying and manipulation of the house, and that got him nominated week after week after week. But he's also very charismatic and very charming, so he charmed the pants off of Australia, who was responsible for – who went home. So I think he was on the block like nine times his season. And every time he got off because the country loved him, the housemates wanted him gone,
1: right?
2: but the country loved him. So it's going to be interesting to see how he plays in this format where he has to play his housemates just as much as he has to play the country, because we all know that Canada loves their voting. So we're probably going to play as much of a role in it as everybody else, like the people in the house. So it's, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see how he plays, but yeah, he's apparently he's a charmer. He's a radio DJ, so he knows how to like make people like him. And like I've got high hopes for him.
1: What do you yeah, think, Charlie? Yeah, uh, gonna be another one of those really entertaining people to watch. Um, But like Dana said, the international format of Big Brother is so very different. It is truly a popularity contest, and you are playing into the hands of the audience, and the audience loves to watch drama, loves to watch you cause fights, loves to watch the shenanigans that go on. And certainly for Tim that worked, it won him a season of Big Brother where his housemate's Uh, basically nominated him every single week, uh, and he was on the block, but never went home um, because of that popularity and that voting component. Now, can he adapt to the North American style of Big Brother? That's yet to be seen, and that I don't know. Um, You know, people are saying he is a very smart, intelligent guy, and they think that he can, but I don't know. Um, His style of Big Brother is, is so very different, and because of that, It'll be interesting to see what happens. The other thing that needs to be noted about all these international players is Big Brother has to pay the big bucks to get them to come over to to do this. And for me, it's crazy to think that two of them are just going to be put back on a plane and sent home. So I don't know. I I don't know if necessarily the two that don't get voted in are done done. Um, I'd be surprised if they turned around and put them back on a plane and sent them home. Um, however, because the, those two people might be Veronica and Jade, maybe they just, I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let's talk about Veronica. So when I heard that a Veronica was going into Big Brother House, I'm like, you mean Victoria from Big Brother 16? Like, because we always called her Veronica or like some different V name, but no, it's Veronica Grass from Big Brother Italy. And she is a sexy, sexy lady. And she was a Playboy bunny in Australia. She... Has a business degree and she, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, she doesn't have a, a hope in hell with the voting here. Like I mean, Nikki is gonna get it all, but because nobody here, I think, watched Big Brother Australia, and I just, yeah, she's she's gonna be there, but I don't know.
1: I think the thing with Veronica, she, her English is very poor as well. She speaks very little English, and that is always going to be a challenge, especially in our format of the game, where that social aspect of getting to know people and building relationships is so very important. Um, Veronica is the kind of person that when she enters her enters the room, her boobs enter first, um, and that is very much who she is um certainly she's eye candy for some of the guys if you're into that sort of fake plastic type kind of look um yeah she doesn't stand a chance in hell. um you know she is you know, compared to nikki there's there's no contest as far as i'm concerned so we're not seeing her in the house there's no way
2: and, uh, and if some like weird coincidence happens that she does get in the house i think she'll be a very quick like out the door kind of thing because she's the one that will play the guys. The girls are going to hate her. The girls are not going to want to see her around. So, I think, even though we got a lot of girl-on-girl girl hate going on in the house this season, I think they would probably band together to get her the hell out. Okay. So, like, that's just... yeah. yeah it, it'll it be interesting. I'm not... When I first heard about the international, I mean, me and Johnny, you know, we've been texting back and forth about this, like, for, like, a week now. We were both angry, angry, spitting, like, nailed about this whole thing because it was supposed to be coaches and I'm like I hate this idea and we both hated it. I'm a little better now that it's just two of them and it's a guy and a girl and they might be playing the game and who it is but I still, I really do wish these last two spots had gone to Canadians because there are so many Canadians that are deserving of their chance to play I think it's a little too early in the Big Brother like it's too young in Big Brother Canada for us to be going to this weird kitschy like gimmick thing to get people to view because we don't need it yet. People love the show as it is, but But, it is what it is.
1: However I agree that yeah we were very outraged the possibility of there being coaches and them being international and them coming from you know when, when they said international you know we didn't really know what that meant and once we realized they were coming from various countries and it was made very clear that they were going into the house to play You reflect a little, um, and I mean, we have a Big Brother Canada 3 group chat where we all talk and discuss what our thoughts are. And interesting, of all people who brought it up and made a really good point about it was Greg. And Greg said that this really, truly opens the doors for the Canadian franchise. We are opening our house up to international house guests. That leaves the potential for the international houses to open their doors to us. Um, The intruder, the... Crossover um, house guests coming into other countries' houses is common in the international format of, of Big Brother. You see it happen um, quite a bit, actually. And so I think that this is great for the Canadian franchise because it will open the doors for someone like Johnny maybe one day to end up in the Big Brother UK house. And I think that um, someone like me might have a, do a better job in a more popularity based type. Um, Big Brother format. Uh, the other thing that's interesting to note is that um, the Canadian Big Brother franchise and format um, is a little different from the American one. I mean, it follows the same rules and it follows the same HOH power veto, kind of power struggle, very much the same. However, we do incorporate a lot of components of international Big Brother in the sense of the public interaction, the voting. I mean, there was so much of it in my season of Big Can 3, and there was in the first two seasons as well. Um, So to me, this is just enhancing our franchise. I mean, um, we're making ourselves different. We're almost a hybrid version of Big Brother U.S. and the international format. So what's a little more? I don't see it being a bad thing. And certainly, um, there are some twists. From the international Big Brother, that would be great to see executed over here in our house. I mean, um, we've seen um, the divide of a house by rich and poor, where the house is literally one side of the house is like a dungeon to live in, and the other side of the house is a lap of luxury. That would be really cool to see executed. We've also seen things where house guests get fake evicted, go into secret rooms, secret houses, and then re-enter the game later. That is also a very interesting component to the International Big Brothers. All interesting things that we could potentially see here in Canada as well. I have a feeling, and I'm going to put money on it, that we are going to see components of International Big Brothers in our house this year, not just these wild cards as twists, I think we're going to see things like I'm mentioning make their way into the game this year because how else do we incorporate the internationals in? How else do we give them elements of familiarity to the Big Brother game to them? And it's by incorporating some of those twists from the international version. Mark my words, we
0: will see it. I think we'll even see it on Nightmare. Well,
2: I think so too because, I mean, for the first year, Big Brother Canada has issued official Twitter handles to all of their house guests. So, I'm sure that's going to be incorporated some way, which was, thank you, Big Brother, because it was so much easier to like get, like, follow them and stuff like that. So, we're going to have to start wrapping this up because it's like almost two hours now. But,
0: well, let I mean- me say this. Let me say this first. On behalf of the United States, I apologize. We don't like to open doors, we <laughs> like to close doors. That is about- why we won't invite any of you to play our Big Brother. And it's not me. I mean, you know. Some other network that I might know in America doesn't seem to be friendly <laughs> and want to play ball with the other people. So on behalf of them, I apologize because I would love to see it get mixed up a little bit. I would love to. Johnny, uh, who, who do you say right now uh, is your pick to win the game? i hand down right now based on the bios, first impressions, and what I've seen so far.
1: Mitch is my pick to win.
0: Okay, Mitch is your pick to win. And who do you think, and we're writing this down and we're going to see what happens. And who do you think will be the first to go?
1: Um, first to go, uh, I'm going to go with. Christine, unfortunately, I think she's going to have a hard time gelling with the other people. The age factor is going to be huge with a very young cast this year. Um, she is at the biggest one at risk to go right off the hop.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, Dana, I mean, you let me know how you want to do this. Uh, oh, I draft, right? Do we, we want to let Johnny go? Well, I don't know if you have time, Johnny, and you want to be part of our draft, or I feel like we've kept you a really long time. If you have to go, you can go. Uh, it's totally up to you. No, I'm in on this draft. Let's do okay. this. Okay, then, then let me say this. I'm glad you said that. I didn't want to pressure you. Now I will fill you in on the rest of the story. John Richardson is getting his hair done. So he is unable to do his draft picks. So no pressure, Johnny. You're picking for John. And, I mean, it can also be your draft picks. But as far as the reality recaps the rest of the season goes, John is going to have to stick with whatever you pick. I like it. So that being said, you're picking last. Um, (laughs) And, Dana, girls go first. So who do you want first?
2: Uh, Mitchell, I'm picking Mitchell.
0: Mitch, I hate <gasps> you.
2: <gasps> you did not. <laughs> I would,
0: I would have let you, I would have let you, um, have Mitchell because I'm nice to go like that. See, I'm playing the game outside the house. Well, guess what? I'm taking Jared because he's hot. Of course you are. Right. Um,
1: my pick is going to be Cassandra.
0: Ooh. Sandra. I did not by the way, chat room. We're I'm gonna come back on probably this weekend in chat room. I wanna know what uh who you guys are picking too. All right, Dana, go ahead. Paige. Page. Page. Alright, I'm taking Joel. I'm taking Joel. I'm gonna go with uh Ramsey. Oh, didn't.
2: Um I'm gonna go levita
0: good. Uh oh my God, we didn't. No one said Philippe yet, right?
2: Yeah,
0: we, no, no. No, okay, we good. I'm taking Philippe. I'm building a hot team
2: <laughs> with Joel. Too
0: hot. Go with um, Sherry.
1: Um, uh, let
2: me go with.
0: Um, I should have been crossing them out. I know.
2: Um. So this is gonna
0: be a little loud. Uh, Christine, I'll go, Christine. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take n- Dallas. Nobody said Dallas, right? Nope. Okay. Good. Uh, has someone picked
1: uh Kelsey yet? Nope. I'll take Kelsey.
2: Okay, so now we have that's twelve. So we have two more, and then we've got the draft picks. So that's going to be weird. So I will take. Um, who we have left? We got Maddie and I think I think Eric's taking all the boys.
0: Yeah, the, so we have <laughs> Maddie, Joel, and Christina. No,
2: no christine has gone. He's oh, got no. Joel.
0: Yeah, I think it's just Maddie left. Why am I getting this wrong? Maddie, Raul.
2: Oh, I'm taking Maddie.
0: <laughs> okay, then I'll take Raul.
2: And then you can have the draft picks. We'll let you have both the draft picks. How about that?
0: We'll give you both drafts, Johnny. You can have both. Like, well, they're going to win. The drafts are like national. Yeah. We're going to give you so, both. In- and Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, which one would you pick if you could only pick one?
1: If I could only pick one, I take,
0: I take Tim. Okay. Okay. I have to pick one. All right. I I I think we should only give him one. We don't want to handicap John, Dana. This is for. How about this, Dana? I got it. For this show's purposes. Johnny gets them, but for rubbing it in John's face later, who do you want, Dana? Tim or Nikki? Oh, Nikki. Damn it, me too. Fine, I'll take Tim.
2: We can both have Nikki. D- uh,
0: no, no, we have to. We have to keep it. Everyone gets gets a different one. You're gonna have to fill me in on who said what, because I'll never remember, Dana. I will never remember. Um, I got it written down here, so I have um, Nikki. You have Tim. Got it. Johnny, a lot of people want to know, but I'm protecting you when you can't answer. Maybe in like a year or so, Johnny can come back. There's a lot of questions in the chat room of people want to know what the first days in the house were like when like what they didn't get to see. You're not allowed to answer that. I'm telling you, you're not. Uh, uh, there's a lot of questions like that, but um, no, Johnny can't answer those guys. Not yet. We're sorry. You love him. You want him to be able to come back, So we and we want to see him play again. So he can't answer those questions right now. Um,
2: We're protecting Johnny from himself here.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh so what is there anything uh that you're really looking forward to see this season, Jenna? Like, is there anything that you hope happens or, you know, aside from what you've already said, is there something you're like, if I could wave my wand, I would put this kind of a competition in or this kind of a twist in? Yeah. Um, I, I still want to see staples of Big Brother Canada. I don't want to see those
1: disappear. I want to see Marsha the Moose make a bigger return than just getting run over by a car like last year. I want to see the tasks still happening. Um, I think those those are fun. They had an interesting component in there. The tasks are very much um, an international piece as well. That's from the international format. That's the norm. I want to see that still. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to continue to see those staples, and I want to see, like I said before, those, those things from the international version make their way as twists into our house. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I want to see.
0: Well, brilliant. Johnny, tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people where they can find you on social media. I'm sure all season long tweeting Big Brother Canada along with us. Where can everybody find you on social media? So you guys can find me on Twitter at jcolatrullio, and
1: the spelling is uh, on the bottom of the little window right under me right now. Um, follow me. I love tweeting about Big Brother. I watch the live feed, so I will be tweeting about that as well. I have lots to say. I'm pretty opinionated. I can be funny at times. I can be an asshole at times. Uh, so watch. I'm fun to follow.
0: Dana. Hello. Where can the people find you?
2: You can find me at dgoodyear1975 on Twitter. I'm there all the time. And for Big Brother Canada, you can watch it on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Sundays at 7, Wednesdays at 9, and Thursdays at 8, just to make it confusing. Um, All instructions for our American International viewers on how to watch it, like with the VPNs and all that good stuff. And when. After dark starts and when feeds are turned on is all at your reality recaps.comslash bbcan under our When, Where, How to Watch blog. And yeah, we will be here all season with interviews and so much good stuff.
1: Yeah. And
0: Johnny will be back at some point, I'm sure. Oh,
1: I will be back. Don't you guys worry. I have
0: lots more to say. Don't you worry. I know. I'm looking forward <laughs> to you, it. Thank you, Yacinia. I'm looking forward to it being back when we have, like, actual strategy and things, ha- and we don't have to, like, go through 17 people and we can really, like, have real discussions of the game. That's what I am definitely um, looking forward to. We do hope you will come back, Johnny. Like Dana said, check out everything out uh, on our website. And if you are watching this back on YouTube, you can click on those buttons, thumbs up, and subscribe. All Johnny's stuff will be under this, um under this video, in YouTube. Same thing with iTunes. And leave us a 5-star rating and a nice review. And become a patron if you want to help support our shows. That's all. We all love you guys. We will uh, see you again real soon. Follow us on social media. I'll be back this weekend, and I'm sure Dana will too. We'll be around. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.